visit South when I was 17. Yeah. Um, played another two years with South in and out of reserve grade, first grade, and got picked up from the Tigers. Yeah. Won that a year at the Tigers, and uh, I suffered a fractured ankle, and uh, I wasn't picked up for the next year. And because I always loved boxing, I was always around it, but Dad didn't want me boxing. I was 21 by then, so I said, I'm going to give it a go, and I wanted to go to Manchester. Yeah. Uh, amateur. So I've more or less sacrificed a year, year and a half of learning the craft. I went to an yeah. awesome gym at Bankstown Police Force, the likes of Ooh, like Jeff Bannock, Billy Hussain. Mate, we had a great stable. There was Sakio yeah. Bicker, uh, Victor Chinian, the Hussain yeah. brothers, Danny Green, yeah. Pete Manesis. Mate, it, yeah. was, it was a big stable. So even though I didn't have much of an experience in the ring, I could always fight. I learned from the best. You, and it was, you uh, sure did. It was a great experience going out to Bankstown. And, uh, although I didn't get to Manchester, I, had, I probably had, I think I had eight or nine amateur fights. You did, eh? You had eight. Yeah, right. Okay. That's good. Yeah, I got to, we went to, what was it? Bass Hill had this, I think it was the uh, titles out there. Oh, so, yeah. so I won, I think I was big chance of going to Manchester. I yeah. fought Pittman and, Fought him in the final and uh, I got disqualified because I hit him on the break, supposedly. Yeah. So once that happened, um, I went back to footy. South got let back in the comp, more yeah. or less, after the Super League Wars. And then I went back to rugby league. So a bit of a journey, man. Jumping from rugby league to boxing and then back to boxing. But uh, I've always loved a team sport. I, yeah. I love the footy now. It's a great weekend for sport in Australia, AFL and NRL. So... I'll be glued to the TV this weekend. Yeah, it sure will. It sure will. Moving on, when you entered the Australian, let's get on that contender series. When you entered the Australian contender series, you were four to one on and considered a novice compared to the other elite fighters in the series. Now, listen to these names, folks. You had Nader Handen in there, Victor Organoff, Junior Talapau, Pradeep Singh, Israel Carney, Peter Kazaruki. Going into that tournament, were you were you confident of winning? Of course you were. You, you wouldn't have gone in it. Were you or you you just nah. thought I'll just go in this and see how I go and mate I was a, how can I explain it I was um a football career finished yeah I couldn't hold a job down and also just broken up with my first fair income girlfriend who had two kids so I was yeah. I was MIA more or less so, yeah. and Johnny Lewis has always been like a second father to me and. He knew that I was better than that and what I was getting up to, and he called me out of the blue and said, yeah. son, how are you? I was bullshitting him. He said, no, nah, no, nah, I know what's going on. He goes, but listen, there's a chance for you to turn your life around. Um, Shannon Taylor's pulled out of the contender. Yeah. Not saying you're going to win it, but we want uh, the real guff to come back and you know clean yourself up. So what do you reckon? Well. So I, I, I said, let you live with me, because at that time I was separated and I still um, would get kicked. Uh, every second weekend with my girl, so I had to go home and sort of butter me dad up and my mother saying, if I go on contender, can you watch your kids when they're supposed to be with me? Yeah. So, <laughs> my dad said, you're crazy. Yeah. I know what you've been doing for the last 18 yeah. months, more or less, on the piss, hitting it hard. Yeah. You end up in hospital. You haven't been training for that. Yeah. And uh, well. my brother was all for me. He's probably one of my biggest fans like I am to him. He sure is. Uh, him and my me, me mother buttered me dad up. Yeah. <laughs> so I walked in there after three days' notice, and you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> the first challenge was the fitness challenge, and uh, yeah. I won that. I knocked Did it you? out of the park, and then I got yeah. a chance to have a rest for a week. 
So I just, well, it's funny how you can, mindset, um, yeah. I was down in the dumps, depressed and that. Once I walked in that contender house, I just transformed and uh, yeah. uh, was you, given an opportunity and just grabbed it with both hands. You, you know, sure cleaned my act up and just you changed. honed in on what I wanted. You changed. Now, your breakout fight was your victory over Victor Organov in the Contender Series. What's your recollections of that fight? Mate, a lot of it had to do with leading up to the fight. Um, we stayed in the Ibis Hotel. Yeah. And he, he wasn't a bad bloke, to be honest, but he was he was a typical Russian. He was, so he should be. He was pretty arrogant. And he had a great record. I think it was 32. Yeah. And 32 wins and 30 knockouts. So, wow. oh, he was my next door neighbour, but I was... Me, was he? God, you saw I was getting close. a feel out for everyone, you know. I was just quite to myself, but just sussing everyone out, and we were all mates. But then when I found that I was going to fight him, <clears throat> I just I changed into a different beast. Um, every because uh, I wasn't that fit, I was fit, but I wasn't super fit. I'd run at night and uh, I'd leave my room, which you weren't allowed to do at 10 o'clock at night, yeah. And I'd turn up the TV, the radio, get a blasting just to keep him up. and go for an hour run and come back and then I'd be hitting the jiprock walls and screaming at him, banging on the wall, saying, Victor, you Russian so-and-so, I'm going to kill you, this and that. I can't <laughs> believe he lived next door to you. <laughs> yeah, I was just trying to get in his head because he was <laughs> well, you got, world you got class champion yeah. or number 10 in the world yeah. and I was just a novice street fighter. So I had to make it my game mm. of uh, get him offside and just get in his head and, and it worked. It became a real street fight in the ring, and it was nothing. I remember uh, it. <clears throat> it wasn't like a your typical boxing match. It was a no. real car park fight, but you know it worked in my favour. Yeah, no, mate. You, at the time when I seen it, mate, I thought, "Jesus, guy fought fights with a lot of guts." I mean, <laughs> I did, and well, I did, mate, and so did a lot of other people. Just, just gutsy, just a gutsy fighter, mate. You know. Okay, you fought Careers Karaoke in the final at the Sydney <coughs> Entertainment Centre. You went into the fight as a huge, huge underdog. What's your memories of that fight? Um, I regard that as my favourite fight of my yeah. whole career, just yeah. given the fact that I transformed from walking into that contender house as more or less a thug. Yeah. Not so much a, a thug, thug, but <laughs> Don't my say style that about was, yourself. <laughs> my <laughs> style was more like a, you know, a bully and yeah. just a street fighter. Well, but um, I was with a great trainer at that point in time, which was Billy Hussain, mm -hmm. and... We went to LA, yep. Fortune's gym, and we got the. Uh, we fought all these tall African Americans that would um, replicate Karuki's style. Yeah. Um, and I come back um, that experience, and I was bobbing and weaving and jabbing and everything. Not so much just looking for one punch knockout, which I had. Uh, I had plenty of power. That was one of my greatest strengths. But I'd come forward, but this time I had some foot movement, head movement. And I was got drafted than everyone expected compared yeah. to the So I take my hat off to Billy Hussain for getting me yeah. prepped for that style of fighting. And uh, it was a shutout in my eyes. Yeah. I, I don't think I lost the round, but yeah. uh, uh, it was an awesome experience. And that set me up for mundane. It was beautiful. Okay, moving along. This is what the part I like. You won the Contender Series and you got a shot at Anthony Man Mundane. Nobody could have scripted what was to happen. You knocked out Mundine in the fifth round. What do you remember about your first fight with the man? What do you remember mostly about that? Um, first couple of rounds was hard to yeah uh, at all you know, set because I we brought Jeff into that camp 
well, I've known Jeff ever since I was a kid. He was my idol. And Jeff Fennick, Jeff Fennick, of course. Jeff Fennick, yep. yeah. So I yep. trained with Billy, and then I go do some one-on-ones with Jeff, and mm-hmm. we have a game plan for talk about getting him on the ropes and attacking his body, and then yeah. I uh, was good with the overhand right and the left hook, then take his head off. So I was just... People say it was a fluky punch. That's all we've, we prepped for, the same sort of incident where get him on the ropes and then left hook and overhand right him. Yeah. And was there, mate. we brought was... it to life. It was super. I was Jeff was there. that passionate. When he just, he'd even drop weight with me. He'd sit in the saunas. And yeah. That's how crazy it was me in my mm. boxing career because I played rugby league. And he, look at me now. I walk around at 90 kilos. I'm still pretty fit. Yeah. But... um. I played footy at 88, so every time I'd prep for a fight, I had to lose 16 kilos. Yeah. God love him, Jeff. Jeff would sit in the sauna with him most times. And good on he him. He was a good motivator. He's yeah. a great teacher. And we planned exactly what we wanted to do with the Anthony, yeah. and they come off and early on, too. So I didn't really get a chance to you know, put it to work early. He was holding and that, but when I did, uh, it was just beautiful to... Um, to see the transformation where I've come from and walking into that Kinted house and yeah. just trying to... I'll do all on instinct, I'm, more or less, and then when I got to have a game plan and get taught by the right people in the game, um, I brought my dreams to life. Yeah. You sh- you, mate, you sure did. Now, I spoke to your brother Nathan when we were messing at each other and um, he... he he knew you were going to beat him, mate. He 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 told he told everybody you were going to win the contender and you're going to and you and you're going to knock Chalk out. You, you're very close to Nathan, I know that. It was a great moment, by the way, when he ran across the ring. He was the first one to you when you knock when you knock Chalk out. But um, at the way in there, you the, you got in the face at the face off and you you, you got in the Chalk's head, didn't you? You you can't repeat what you said to him of course but the fox camera was still rolling when you when you were when you were talking to him is that true yeah face to yeah. face face is that what yeah. you're talking about yeah yeah, yeah yeah i knew straight away growing up in the same neighborhood his first two cousins are my best mates and yeah we're all close the mundane and the wood family but he didn't live next door to you too did he no he lived <laughs> next door to me <laughs> uh, i more or less told him what i was going to do to him in his bedroom but yeah <laughs> yeah, I'll say no more. No, I knew to mentally mentally break him down. Just given, mate, yeah. don't get me wrong. I looked up to him as a kid. He's a great yeah. athlete, and what he's done for yeah. boxing. But sure. I knew to ace up my sleeve was to mentally get inside his head and just intimidate him. And I didn't really. It was sort of like taking wrong. I was. Everyone gets a little bit of anxiety and thinks oh, I've got big hurdles to climb. But I didn't let him see anything. Yeah. Uh, Mentally, old. my mannerisms were as I was cool, calm, collective, and I didn't have a care in the world. And I think that yeah. got under his skin. And I was just jovial about it. And just like, yeah, yeah well, we'll see. And uh, I said some personal things which ate at him. But it was yeah. more mentally bet him over. And then given the fact that I was so fit and had a good team behind me, we stuck to the game plan. And uh, that's what was so devastating for him that I knocked him out in the fifth round. Yeah, we, your brother told everyone Garfus would win the contender and knock Chalk out, and he put five thousand five hundred on you, and he and it was five dollars <laughs> fifty with a with a betting agent. Now we shouted all your mates that night, all his mates. It it took two weeks to pay him on the drip or something, on a, and he gave <laughs> half of it back to him. Now I know you were good at getting in the people's head, and we just talked about uh, Victor, but he just wanted to go back to the, getting into the, the Russians' head. He said that story's a cracker. <laughs> No, say, say no more. <laughs> no, mate, I was forever. Like, don't get me wrong. No one wanted to fight him. 
think he yeah. had a fight with that uh, one of the Americans before he came in the contender. And yeah. The fight was still should have been continuing, and they stopped the fight because everyone was petrified of the bloke. And yeah. then when I fought Johnny, uh, Johnny put his hand up to come and get in in the corner with me with the contender house because yeah. he's so much like a. Uh, like my second dad, yeah, and he just had a way to motivate me and that because Johnny said, "Mate, even if this Blake wins, I don't think Chuck will fight him." Yeah, I said he's that that feared. So yeah. I'm just thought I'm just going to be be myself and just yeah. try and psych him out, get upset him because he had uh, that must have been tablets a... in both hands. Yeah. There was one time in that fight he hit me and it really shook me up. But I did box his head off for a while and mm-hmm. then I made it more like a wrestle, but. Um, I, you just do what you have to do as a fighter. Yeah. You know, everyone's different. You sure do. You know, styles make fights and you have to um, change your tactics every time you get in the ring with someone else. Yeah. I did that most of my career mm-hmm. and I always fought someone who, who outclassed me in the record on, on, on paper. So yeah. that's probably why that I just, after You're... I got out of the contender house, you actually do think that, you know, you're a little bit special and everything happens for a reason you were meant to fight. So I, after the contender, I fought everyone. That was a beautiful time you for sure, Noah, you middleweight sure boxing. We had Sam Solomon, who was a yeah. world champion, We're Daniel gonna, Gill, and yeah. Chuck. So I put my hand up to fight both of them. I went the distance with Sam Solomon, who was an awful yeah. customer. But well, we'll, I, let's it, go, let's I look go. at my career now. Yeah, Daniel Gill without fifty lengths was the oh, best yeah. fighter I ever fought. It yeah. was like I played football in my life, and it's pretty similar to what he did with boxing. So he, I played footy at. At the early age, he was boxing early age. He's probably one of the best boxers even yeah. hands down Australia's ever produced, especially mm-hmm. to go to Germany yeah, oh, and yeah. beat two world champions, mate. That says it all. It's it a classy did. outfit, it and sure I was does. outclassed that night. But yeah. I was, I'm Let's... blessed to be able to grace the, the ring with blokes like oh, that. 100%. And, uh, boxing folklore. So yeah. was, I was glad with my career. Yeah. And like you said, it was all happened all <laughs> of a sudden, and... Mm. It was a fairy tale story, but um, I wouldn't sure. change a thing. It sure was. Now I want to go back to that Anthony Mundine. After that, you beat him. You were, he was given an immediate rematch, but this time the referee did not let you work in close, and Anthony won unanimous decision. What do you think was the difference between your preparation from the first fight and the rematch? Preparation wasn't changed. hasn't changed much. Every time I plan for a fight or prep, um, I leave no rock unturned. Yeah, um, everything's disciplined. But, I eat proper, I stay away from the wrong people, and um, may I just, the referee, if you have a look, and I'm not blaming anyone, I got <coughs> beat, but early on in the fight, up until about the sixth or seventh round, the judges had me in front, Yeah. but I, I wasn't allowed to play my natural game where I'd get him on the ropes and get in tight and get close. Every time I got near him, the ref broke it up and pushed me away. Um, that's the fight game, but you know what I mean? Yeah. We went to Brisbane, which yeah. which was crazy. Mm-hmm. I probably should have said no, but the money was too good to say, no, I'm not, I'm not going to take the rematch just yet. But yeah. my, my confidence was was high. Yeah. And it's a beautiful thing when you you can feel within yourself when you get in the gym, you transform, which I did. And I, I was on a high. I just knocked yeah. out the man in yeah. the round and I thought I'd do it again. Yeah. And I yep. wasn't really bothered about going to Brisbane. Everyone said, don't go to Brisbane. It's a different body, this and that. The judges, the referees, but yeah. that's the fight game. Yeah. And yeah. You, you know, risk and reward. If I beat him, I was um, another big payday and I could have, you know, really cemented some good fights coming up. But yeah. 
that's the way it is. But yeah. if you have a real good look at the fight, I didn't get a chance to fight my style. Mm. I think I was fighting two blokes in the ring that night. Yeah. But it is what it is. It, it sure is. Now, you were given a WBA title shot against Martin Murray in Sydney, but the fight never eventuated. What what happened there, Gav? I think that had a lot to do with their, their, their gang. Yeah. Um, they had Ricky Hatton as a manager at the time, and... Yeah. I think he was up to no good. I didn't think yeah. he could handle his boxes. And, you know, for some unknown reason, they pulled the pin uh, very late into the... Yeah. It was only like a week out from the fight, so it was pretty hard to grasp that because yeah. although he was a great fighter, I just give myself any chance every time I got in the ring. I just love fighting people that were... You sure did. More or less on paper outclassing. That's what it's all about. Yeah, now, you know, yeah. Stand up for yourself so you represent yourself. That's why, you, you, mate, that's why you, you fought with a lot of guts, mate. Now, after that girl fight, which we spoke about, did you ever think about having another fight or did you know that was time? Mate, it was difficult for me fighting a middleweight. That was one of the reasons why I thought, gee, this is taking its toll. Yeah. I said, just the fact of about losing 16 kilos every fight. and mm-hmm. I, I think I got hurt more in training. Yeah. Just in the fact that... I was training twice a day, and then I'd bring three uh, sparring partners in, and they'd all do four rounds each with me. And just it's mentally not not good for you upstairs. Yeah. Dropping all that weight, hydration, and that, and um, it was just too taxing fighting the middleweight. And if yeah. I went up any any heavier, everyone grows in height. So I waited around for another couple of big fights, but nothing come off. So I was happy just to have my health and. Uh, yeah. My career was pretty pretty short. I didn't last long, but it was still oh, hit some big of, jackpots. So yep, I was happy with that. Mate, it was action-packed, I tell you. Fought, you fought a fighter there in your very first fight called uh, v, uh, Vigil P- Pastel Piz. Uh, Paz Vijo, Pistol Paz, they called him. Yeah, he know, was man. a character, mate. He used to do it. Jump in with the cowboy hat on. You, you beat him by disqualification. What did he do this time? I've seen him get disqualified a few times. Yeah, he tried to spear tackle me. So <laughs> Did he? I started He's hitting mad. me, felt my power, and then he grabbed me and tuckled me. That sounds and, like uh, Paz. That was at um, the basketball stadium. It was a big card yeah. that night. I remember yeah. that. Mate, you'd ring P- uh, Pistol Paz up, and he goes, I want 300 around, and I want uh, $300 uh, spending money on arrival, uh, and you've got me. That was, his, <laughs> that was his famous opening line, and what a character. I had him yeah, at Reesby Workers one ninety four. Um, Egma Waimara. That what, was a good fight. I know, he, Edgar, yeah, Edgar yeah. Was good. But um, mate, did, you know, with all your confidence, that now you 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 you're a very confident young man. Now, when you're about four or five, your brother seems to think it might have been the crows flying over you. They were going gaff gaff. He reckons that's they were calling out your name, the crows. All yeah, they ago. were. They I were? didn't have many friends. <laughs> I didn't have yeah. many friends when I was a little bloke. Yeah. And I lived in Mitchell Road, and we had a big back lane, and all the kids would get out the back playing with yeah. their BMXs and touch and whatever. And forever, my mum would be hanging clothes on the line, and yeah. I swear to God, the crows would fly over the backyard. Nah! Nah! <laughs> I, I was sure was someone yelling out in the back lane for me to come out and muck around and play for me and go, Yeah! <laughs> yeah, you're there, Mum. Someone's down the back lane. I want to go out and play. She goes, "It's not the no kids. It's the birds, you idiot." <laughs> so, so, I always thought I was special that someone was calling out to me. I'd go bigger and better places. <laughs> <laughs> and you're pretty close knit family, eh? As I said, you, you, you know, you and your brother remind me of me and my older brother. You're very close. He probably took every punch you took, like my older brother did when I was in there. I'd have to be right, correct in saying that. No, he sure did. You know, my brother could have been a real good boxer. Yeah. But, you know, he's a natural. He played footy and he, yeah, he sure had an did. awesome career. But he'd always be up to police boys sparring the likes of 
Maida. Yeah. You get in the ring with Jeff and that. Just we'll, that's how we'll talk. But mate, I reckon he would have been a great professional boxer. Yeah. Uh, he can do anything, my brother. But I always idolise him. But yeah, yeah. we're a great family, as you can see. I've seen you some photos. My family meant the world to me, and every yeah. time I got in the ring, I represented them, uh, especially yeah. my daughters. Yeah. I had to be a real good role model for them, but I wouldn't be able to do it without my family. Good on you, mate. That's well said. I, I didn't know your dad all that well, but back in the early 90s, I, I, was, I was in and out of uh, Newdown PC. Why well, I seen your dad would always give me a nod from a, over, to, over the other side of the gym. He'd be either hitting the bag or hitting the pads or doing something. That's where I got to know your dad. He yeah, kept, I remember he pretty back fit, in didn't the day, he? Yeah, Jamie Wright. Um, oh, what a good, good all fighter! All the amateur guys that he had. Right? There was some big, big name boxers and some characters at Newtown Police Force. It was a great upbringing. You would have seen me get me head punched in by Jeff Fennick many a times when, <laughs> I, when I was in and out of there. Oh, I don't think many. He would have did it to everyone. He was <laughs> good. He's my idol, mate. Um, Lincoln Hudson. You you did a bit of time with Lincoln Hudson as well. I yeah. had a quick chat to him last night. He he, he wished he had you. Link- he wish. Sorry, you go first. No, you finish yourself, and I'll. Yeah, give him he wish he met you 10 years before you come along. That's what Lincoln told me. I would have loved to have, like, everyone says, if, what if, if only. What if, 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 yeah. Mate, everything happens for a reason. And people say, what if you started when you were a lot younger? Yeah, maybe, maybe not. But I was just given an opportunity. I know yeah. I started my boxing career at 28, but I was always in the gym watching boxing, going to amateur fights, but not fighting because I was playing footy, but... I would have loved, yeah, you can say what if, if I started when I was a kid, just like when I started football. But um, I, he taught me some good tricks. Yeah. Uh, I call him the whiz. Lincoln yeah. is one of the best trainers. I've, I've been trained by the best in the game. Johnny Lewis, Jeff Fenning, well, Billy Hussain, and uh, Lincoln Hudson. Um, well, I, couldn't, I couldn't say much more about Lincoln. He's an awesome trainer. I call him the whiz, and he's got some handy little tricks. And like all the trainers that I've been with, they dodge and hit, get hit with every punch, and they look after you like you're, the, you're, their, um, you're their son, every one of them. He they, told, share, they, they show a lot yeah. of passion for their fighters, and that's what you got to do as a trainer. He said you gave one million percent every time you turned up to the gym. <laughs> yeah, Dedicated we had some laughs. I'm pretty tight with Lincoln. He's a good man. I know you are. And he also said you're a, you're a true super middleweight. You had a chin, yeah. like, you had a chin like granite. Uh, when I got the middleweight... No excuses, but yeah, that's just what happens. You start dropping weight, losing fluid, this and that. It takes it's very taxing. Yeah. And uh, I did I did my best work at Super Middleweight, which was good to walk into the contender and beat who I did. But you know, it's a crazy game. They throw money in front of you. You drop yeah. the weight, you kill yourself. Yeah. There are different angles of beating you, but you know, I wouldn't change a thing with my career. Yeah. I loved every minute of it. Just the whole lifestyle of being a boxer, the discipline, eating the food. Um, getting up for a fight, motivating yourself. Uh, it was a good time in my life. It sure was. Now, just a few words from people before we go. Lincoln Hudson said it was great being associated with you. Peter Matreski Sr. said he tell you he loves you and your family. Yeah, beautiful. Um, Johnny Lewis said winning the contender, contender series and then KOing Mundine was one of the great success stories of the sport of boxing. You could imagine Johnny saying that, couldn't you? <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, mate, look, uh, Garfter Hoodwood, it's been great having you on. Um, oh, mate, before we go, you, we never made Hollywood, did we? We've on the ropes. Uh, it was screened at Club Punch Bowl. I wanted you, no. wanted to 
well, forgot about that. Um, you you played a good <laughs> part in that. You're a corner man, weren't you? What was your role? Yeah, I was Just... a corner man. One of the one of the uh, trainers. Yeah, it was a good experience. It was, wasn't it? Um, at the Croatian club for a couple of days. Yeah, I made some good friends there. But no, I, I love it. I don't mind a bit of acting. I love getting in the character. So, did you meet Jack Thompson? I did meet Jack Thompson. He was a character, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a good fella. He sure was. The whole was. cast were good. Yeah, it was good. It was a good series. You know, it was on. Uh, it was on a, a, just over a month ago on Channel O again. No one told me it was on again, but SBS. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was on again. Yeah. No, it was good. They did well. They sure did. We'll go after Hoodwood. As I said, it's been great having you on your show, mates. And any cheerios or anybody before you go? Just all the punters out there, um, and whoever's out there boxing, hopefully. Uh, Stick to your guns and uh, you have a good... Even though Corona's been pretty bad this year, uh, I can't wait for 2021 to come around. Let's get out of 2020. Put the Christmas tree <laughs> up now. Let's get out of this. It's been a shocker. Who's going to win the grand final on Sunday? Oh, I like the youngsters. I'm on Penrith. Yeah, I want to see like Penrith win. Melbourne's won it a who, bit too many times. I like Storm. Don't get me wrong. They're a great outfit. They've got a great coach, but... I like the Cleary and Yowie, or Yow, yeah. they've got some good young players there, so I love an underdog, you know that. Yeah, you're an underdog, mate, and you I'm proved... I'm an underdog. So, Let's you've been an underdog. You were an underdog, but you proved underdogs can win, mate. You That's you it. proved there are miracles. It's all about the want. It is, isn't it? Now, Garfoot, thanks for coming on the show, mate. You are one gutsy fighter, mate. And I wanted to say, I wanted to say that to you on air once again, Garfoot. You are one gutsy fighter, mate. <laughs> Thank you, Paulie. You have a great one, brother. All the best, and thanks. everyone out there. Thanks a lot, Garf. Talk soon, mate. See you, mate. See you, Garf. And that was Garf from the Hoodwood. What a what a great character, and as I said, what a gutsy fighter he was.